the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, Jill. And today we are talking about how God is in our stories. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that the title was God is Writing Your Story. However, there is a difference, and I just want to point that out as we start, is that not only does God write our stories and that our stories are written by God, but God is in our story. He's in the midst of every single moment of our stories. And thank God because, well, thank God, (laughs) because he wrote our story. So he knows every step, every page, every moment before it even comes to be. So he already knows what's coming. Right. And we can trust the unknown to God because he knows, because he wrote our story. So it's comforting also that he doesn't just write our story and say, okay, go ahead, live this story that I have planned for you. No, he not only writes our story, but he's in the midst of our story as well, because he knows that we need him. And it's so comforting to know that, like you said, he's in every single page, every single moment. And I think when we, you know, think about how God has written our story and we trust him with that, but also if we trust that he's in our story, that means that we can trust him with every single moment where, whether it's a good moment or a bad moment or a hard season of our life, we can trust that he's in every single detail and he's working it all. Like I've said before, working it all together for good. And we can choose to trust that. Right. Like all the things that you just said, or we can focus on the circumstances that we're in at any given moment. When you focus on the circumstances, you can get disappointed, angry, frustrated, discouraged, sad, grieve, all of the things. And, you know, that's when you focus on your circumstances. That's what can happen. I mean, it's not that you ignore what you're going through, but you run to God with what you're going through and you focus on him and who he is. And so instead of seeing God on the other side of your circumstance, right? Oh, well, God will get me through this. Well, what if God's in it with you and he's walking with you through this. It's like you see your circumstance through his perspective instead of him being on the other side of it, even mm. though, yeah, he is on the other side of it, yeah. but he's also with you in it. And there's a big difference when you really grab hold of that and you really trust that. And he goes before us. Not only is he in this moment, but he's in the next moment and the next moment and the next moment. And I think knowing that God is in our story allows us to live in the present. Right. Because it's so easy to get caught up in our past and to focus on our past and what we've done or what's been done to us. But if we know that God is in our story, we can live in this moment, trusting him with this moment. And we can trust that he's leading us into the next moment and the next season of our life and trust him with our future as much as we trust him with the present. I believe we learned how to live in the present and in the presence of God when your brother was here with us. I mean, I know that that for me, God changed everything. I mean, I share my story. I'll probably share it again when we do our family podcast. (laughs) (laughs) To be continued. (laughs) Yeah, that's all coming soon. But anyway, I learned to stay in the present and trust that God was present in my present. And that reminds me of something that Kelly said in her episode. She said, and this is a quote or a cliche. I'm sure you've heard of it. And if not, here it is. You will never know the value of a moment until it's a memory. 
appreciate every moment. And that's so true. We are so invested in, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow and we plan and we, you know, have goals and all of these things that we're trying to achieve and we can lose sight of the value of the moment and to appreciate every moment. And I believe your brother taught me that and taught all of us that how to appreciate being in the moment and being present in whatever it is that we were doing. And, you know, with Hunter, we had to be, I mean, we didn't know what each day was going to, how it was going to unfold. We had no idea what to expect that day with Hunter and his care. So every single day was one moment at a time. And there was such a gift in that. When we look at Hunter's life and what you said about how we lived in every single moment, I think from the outside perspective, people can think that, oh, that's an obvious thing. Like Hunter had this disease, this terminal disease. So of course you had to live every moment as if it were your last because you didn't know what was going to happen because it was a terminal illness. However, all of our lives are that. We should all be living moment by moment because no one is guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed our next breath. Only God knows that. And so we need to be living in the present moment just like we were with Hunter, but we need to be doing it in our own lives too, because God numbers our days. And I want to live every single moment of every single day that he's given me for him. Right. And it's, a, do you believe it's a choice? Yes. I don't think it comes naturally. No. I no. think that we all have a tendency to worry and to try to figure things out. I'm very analytical. I always say, God, <laughs> God, you made me this way, but I'm very analytical. So I tend to overanalyze everything and try to figure it out and get to the root cause or, you know, all of those sort of things. And when I do that, I distract myself from being in the moment and I distract myself from just trusting God with the unknown. And so for me, honestly, it's a choice. It's a choice every day to surrender to God. And, you know, people say that, oh, just surrender it to God. Well, like, what does that look like practically? Well, for me, I have been choosing lately to start each day with a worship song. Instead of getting up and going about my usual routine, I am choosing to start my day with worship. And so far, it has helped me to start my day knowing that God is in control And that no matter what comes my way throughout the day, that he's already got it figured out. And I just have to turn to him in the midst of whatever it is. I think that people think of the word surrender and they get overwhelmed. Right. Because surrender to me for a long time, I viewed surrender as this like, okay, here you go. Here's everything. Which yes, God wants us to surrender everything to him. Mm -hmm. However, I think surrender is a moment by moment decision. Because if we think about surrender, it is overwhelming to think about, I mean, surrender to me, I just visualize like having open hands to God Mm. and being like, here's my life. Here's every single part of the story that you've written, the story that you're in. However, that's, it's hard. We live in a world where we want control. We want things to go a certain way. We want things to be easy. And I think that if we just focus on every single moment, surrendering that to God, no matter what that is, it could be a small thing or a huge thing or um, a decision that we're making in life, but it's important to surrender to him 
everything, no matter what it is, and to trust him with the outcome. Right. And Kelly said something in regard to that when people say to her, you know, I don't know how you do it. Mm. And so many people have said that to me throughout the years. Like, I, I just don't know how you do it. And the truth is, I don't walk in my own strength. Right. Because my strength has run out. I have gotten to the end of myself and literally could not do another thing. And I had to trust in the strength that only God could give me. And it reminds me of a verse. It's my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then the verse goes on to say, Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And there's another one too in Romans, and it's in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are in whatever it is that we're in the midst of going through, we are more than conquerors because of Jesus. And it doesn't always feel that way. You know, and I I think we have to remember that really it's not about how we feel. It's Mm. about what's true in that moment. Right. And I need to remind myself of what is true because my feelings, I'm not discounting my feelings. I'm not shutting them off. I'm just saying that, yes, I feel what I feel in a moment if I'm feeling overwhelmed or um, discouraged or whatever the case may be, anxious. When I'm feeling that, I have to feel it. (laughs) And then I remind myself, wait a minute, I am more than a conqueror through Christ. And some of the ways in which I remind myself, and you know this, I have three by five cards, like a, you know, a spiral three by five card um, thing that I have that has verses in it that are very um, encouraging to me that I need to turn to. Um, And that's just a practical thing that I'm very, as you can see, I'm very practical Like I need something that I can actually do, but regardless of what I do, that doesn't change what God has already done. Right. He is already my strength in my weakness. Right. So no matter how I feel and I can still feel weak, he's still strong in that moment on my behalf. I think it's important for us to remember that feelings are fleeting. They are not permanent. They're temporary. And God, though, is everlasting. He's in eternal and he's given us these feelings, yes, because he wants us to experience them. Ultimately, our feelings are from him, right. all of them. And they are important, but I think that it's also extremely important to bring them back to him, mm. to feel whatever it is we're feeling, but then bring those feelings to God and allow him as our comforter and our advocate and our God and our father to come in and be with us in those moments, no matter what it is that we're facing or feeling. Yes, again, and because we're created in God's image, we have feelings and God created us with feelings, happy, sad, joyful, angry, all of those things, and to be able to express them. But like you said, run to God with them and trust him with them because he understands us. He not only created us, And as we already said, he wrote our story and is in the midst of our story and he's not going anywhere. Right. No matter how we feel, no matter what we think of him. Mm. I mean, let's just talk about that for a second. Yeah. No matter how we feel towards God, 
he's not going anywhere. His grace, his mercy, his kindness, his love, his goodness never ends, regardless of how we feel towards him, how we act towards him, all of that. I mean, he is a steadfast, faithful God. He's not going anywhere. That brings me so much comfort. Me too. Because, me too. you know, I know there's times where I'm thinking, wow, God, I don't know why you put up with me. And that's <laughs> yeah. not how he feels. Right. He is so far above and beyond us. And yet he's relatable too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus, we can relate to him, which sounds odd, but it's true. We can. Well, and I think that's the beautiful thing too about God sending Jesus as a human into right. this world so that we could relate to him. Right. To see the humanity of Christ. I mean, those are my favorite scripture is just seeing the humanity of Jesus and being able to relate to him. And Jesus had feelings too. Right. You know, like yes. he experienced feelings. He wept when his friend died. I mean, we are able to relate to him in such an intimate way and ultimately to know that he is the God that wrote our story and that is in our story. That brings me so much comfort because if Jesus knew what it was like to say grieve, mm-hmm. then it's okay for me to grieve too. Right. If Jesus cried, it's okay for me to cry too. So I just, I love that God allowed us to see through scripture, the humanity of Jesus and to see the story of Jesus unfold because right. it provides me hope in my story. And you just said the story of Jesus unfold. Our story is beautiful because mm-hmm. it's wrapped up in the greater story. And that's yeah. his story. Think about that. How do you spell the word history? H-I-S, his story. Mm. It's his story. Right. In the beginning, God, right? Right. He is the beginning. He is the end. He is the alpha. He is the omega. It is his story. And our stories are wrapped up in the greater story. And that's why our stories are valuable. Because God wrote our stories because they're wrapped up in his greater story. And they have purpose and meaning. And every single part matters. Every part, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that we would have never written into our story, the things we wish were different, God wrote it all. Mm-hmm. And he has a purpose in all of it. And it's a matter of really just trusting and surrendering. You were, use that word, which is such a heavy hitter word, surrender. But it's true, surrendering, you know, and, and not dwelling on what we wish our lives could be, mm. being thankful for what our story actually is. Amen. I'm going to close with what you shared at the end of Kelly's episode. What a gift it is to live out the story that God wrote for us before time began. Is it always easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes. Because God is present in every part of your story and has a greater purpose beyond what you can see. He takes all the broken pieces and creates a masterpiece. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that not only have you written our stories, but you are in our stories in every single detail, the ones that we wish we could rewrite and the ones that we love and are thankful for. Lord, thank you for all of them. Every single moment, every page, every chapter, 
Thank you that you are the author of life. Help us to trust you with our lives and help us to trust that in the midst of our stories, you are doing immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.